You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast episode, which is going to be a good one, especially if you are somebody that is not very techy like me. I'm not very techy at all because we know that we have to have technology in our business. And sometimes when we look at like websites and funnels and all of the other things that we have to do, it can make us feel like, actually, should we even be in business because we're not very good at this? Well, I have somebody here today that is really good at simplifying all of that stuff. So I'm here with Natalie Crow. Natalie helps non-techy business people like us use WordPress in their business so that they can get things done, really, and so that they have a really nice professional suite um, and offering. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So welcome, Natalie, to the podcast. Hey, Lisa. Thanks for having me. I want to start off because I love stories where people, they basically do the things they need to do to get the results they need to get. I talk about this a lot. You know, there's a lot of people that say, I can't because I don't have the time or I can't because I don't know where to start and all of those things. And sometimes I think the people that say, I can't say that, and this might be triggering for some of you, because they don't need to. They don't need to make the money in their business. They're they're kind of okay. So it's not a need. The reason that I made money in my business is because I had to, there wasn't a choice, you know, I couldn't not because then we would have all starved. And you have that same sort of background. And I see this a lot where people needed to make money. And so they did. Whereas people that don't necessarily need to, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And they might come across an obstacle and then say, well, actually, I tried and it didn't work. Whereas if you need to make money, you can't do that. You have to go through the obstacle. Tell us about when you started your business, where you were at. So basically, I started my business 14 years ago. So I was eight months pregnant. But so I'm about to have my daughter. Um, basically needed a means to actually feed us, clothe us, that kind of thing. What someone take care of us there. Um, at that point in time, I hadn't been employed. Uh, at some I needed to basically start an income while generating income at that point. Being on welfare, um, what's I'm just trying to make ends meet. It's really hard what's in when you don't really know where the next meal is going to come from. So what's I'm having um, some sort of welfare there was helpful, but I mean, it's not somewhere where you want to stay long term. And yeah, yeah what's in building that actual process. So it's more being in that situation. So there you are, eight months pregnant. You're on your own. How are you going to make money? Like what came into your head of like, right, well, I need to make some money. I'm going to do this thing. Like what gave you the idea to even start? So when I originally started, what's him, I was studying, um, I did a TAFE course. Uh, what's him here? In a, I'm in Australia, just for reference for those that have picked up the accent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was studying. Um, I'd always been, uh, what's him, pretty tacky in terms of how I actually built things. I like development and uh, coding and things like that or problem solving generally. But going through and actually talking to people in regards to business, a lot of them were struggling with 
I'm not sure exactly how to do this. What's up? Or I need to have a website or I need to go through and actually build a presence online or I want to offer courses and funnels and things like that. They're all things that business people need, but what's up? They weren't really sure how to do it. But it's so going through and just simplifying that process. When I originally started, I wanted to go through and help more people. Um, what's up? I had the counseling background and things like that but couldn't necessarily work that out. I would seem to fit around uh, my daughter. So going through and actually trying to, I guess I'm set things up so that we were in some sort of uh, rhythm that would actually work for us. So working online over nighttime generally, that generally doesn't work for a nine to five. So I'm just trying to find means of actually doing that. (laughs) Yeah, to be able to support both of you. Again. Yeah, well, it's him. Um, we had an, uh, her father um, contributed um, at that point, but he left when she was 14 months old. So it's him, it was a case of you've got to do what you got to do. You, having the uh, reliance of someone else to actually have a mouth to feed, it really drives you to actually go through and do it. And it might not necessarily just be the mouth to feed. You've got to look after yourself, whatever it seems. So I mean, it was a necessity that I had to find some way of doing it. And tech was a natural thing for me to actually go through and do. Yeah. And so, I mean, 14 months old babies aren't easy anyway, let alone. No. <laughs> I've got a photo when she was little and I had to put the baby gate around me and the computer and the TV so she couldn't get access to anything and she pretty much had free roam. Oh. Um, with them, just a concept. It's like, yeah, baby gates are for little people. No, it's in baby gates are for protecting me and my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but you do what you got to do. you got to make it work. Okay. And that first, like when you first started, what were the first things you did? Did you just like open a Facebook group or did you just make your own website? Like what were the things you started off with? So originally I started with a Facebook page and actually trying to go through and build a presence online. I didn't start with a mailing list. I didn't start with any of that. At that point in time, it was all one-to-one or word of mouth and that kind of thing. I did a lot of optimization to the website that I started building. Obviously they changed quite dramatically since then. Um, but going through and actually just trying to get us up on Google at least and local directories and things like that to try and actually anything that didn't cost money at that point in time, I pretty much had a listing on or some sort of way of actually advertising. I didn't really come into the Facebook scene until probably about 2010, 2011, uh, but then started building the actual presence uh, on Facebook and saw that the being able to connect with people uh, a lot easier than trying to go through and put in a local ad listing or something like that. You get more of a response with social media, obviously, and given the fact that it's in their hand quite often, uh, it was a lot easier to actually go through and, yeah, find people that needed my help. (laughs) It's really good because, actually, we take social media for granted now and we're like, oh, you know, we'll just go on social media and get clients. And people even moan about that. Like, it's really hard to get clients on social media. Before that, when we were doing things like just referrals and that kind of thing. I wasn't in the industry then. So I take it for granted that this is, if to me, social media has always been there. But actually for you, you had to do things like go into directories. And it was then a real slog because you had to find all these directories and and do all of that kind of thing. And then it became word of mouth. Yeah, well, that's it. But I mean, building your business up, but you do a lot of different things within the business to basically make sure that you're the person that people will refer to. So, I mean, work on ridiculous hours and that kind of thing to make sure that what some clients are 100% happy with everything that you did. You then build up that actual, uh, what's some, I guess, uh, reputation for being reliable, being able to the person to go to and that kind of thing. 
but yeah, it is or was difficult at that point in time raising a little person. <laughs> but so, uh, and the concept of you doing all of the things that you do with twins, what Sam was like, <laughs> <"That's all." laughs> yeah, but I have a lot of support. I remember, yeah, that. yeah, I yeah no, so, but, so yeah, we didn't have that um, support there by any means. As I said, we did it, uh, what Sam, yeah, for a fair while, what Sam on our own, uh, what Sam, but yeah. It's getting you into a, a rhythm of actually being able to, okay, you play here, what's <laughs> him, or having her with Play Doh sitting beside me while I'm typing. Um, but some little things like that. You do what you got to do to actually make it work. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> and it's brilliant because you now have, and, and you know, it's not a, it's not an easy sector to be in teaching things like WordPress. And I've seen you, you know, you now run a six figure business and, you know, now doing brilliantly and you have a really big following and, you know, people love what you're about. But I think sometimes we can make it look easy. That's taken you time to do. And I think it's really a good thing to show that it's taken you time to do. It's about resilience. Yeah, or it's same. Being naturally um, what's I'm orientated to tech, what's I'm, I'm, I often take it for granted myself. It's like there are a lot of people that look at it and go, I'm not going to touch it. It's like we've got to get to a point where people realize that tech is just a tool to actually go through and help you. Yes, it can cause headaches if you're not sure what you're doing with it, but it's there to be of benefit for a business. So let's say, for example, we're talking about social media. It's like social media now makes it easier for us to actually reach our audience. But yeah. same if we go back before social media was a big thing it's like oh okay my space or whatever it is that you're wanting to actually look at it's like all these things are making it easier for us to find yes okay they take a little bit of time and effort to actually build up same as building a business it's taken me 14 years to get to this point but some some people take a lot less your example <laughs> but, yeah, same, although, but it's like, I think people forget that I learned about business before this business in a wedding yeah. business. And I always like to point that out because I don't want people to think I'm some kind of overnight success because it took work to get here and it's okay to take work. Not everything, we seem to have this thing in our heads these days that if we're not making six figures within the first like year of our business, we've somehow failed yeah. at life. And actually the businesses like yours that are long-term sustainable, have always made you money. You know, you've been able yeah. to put your daughter up on, on it. They're the businesses that I really admire because it's much easier to make a lot of money very quickly and then disappear. Yeah, well, that's it. That's a lot of people go through and it's like, it, it's like anything. You've got to build the asset. That's same you need to go through. Same as I'm working on courses and things like that at the moment. You've got to build those assets, whatever, as a starting point. But same, and then be able to build on that. I had to go through that process of learning, okay, what do we do with finances for business? What's How do we actually manage all those things? All simultaneously, we're working out what am I going to offer? But somehow, am I going to help people? How do I get in front of the people that I want to help? But same, and actually doing it that way. But same, plus obviously parenthood and all that sort of fun stuff. But same, and trying to actually juggle the two. But some, a lot of people were same who are trying to do this or even juggling a nine to five and trying to start a business will be in the same sort of situation. It's still their baby that they're trying to actually raise. What's same, whether what's same, it be a means of actually income or generating income, or it's okay, I've got a passion hobby or whatever it is I want to bring up. Yeah, I had seen them. I classed both of my business and my daughter as my babies as I grew this uh, process because I mean we're raising both of them. <laughs> yeah, and it is <laughs> like that. It is putting it out into the world and then continually having to show up and continually have to try and do better and get clients and all of those things. This isn't an easy thing to do, and I think it's good that we talk about the fact that it isn't easy. And you know me, I have a like I love social media, I love Facebook, but I have a love hate relationship with it. Like Facebook. <laughs> has made me the money I have it's you know it's a great tool but it also brings out 
completely crazy people who cause me a lot of problems. So it's always a double-edged sword. The last week was no different. And I think with all business owners, we have that love-hate relationship, not just with tech, but with social media as well. And I know that, you know, you obviously, you have a why and you don't hide that at all. You talk about it really openly online. How has that been with you on things like Facebook? Well, so as a starting point, well, so my wife and I have been together for 12 years. <laughs> so, so we're formally married, all that kind of thing. I didn't notice it too much to start off with until I started being more open about it. Well, so we've had individuals that I won't uh, work with, well, so more that chose not to work with me solely because of my sexual orientation. Well, so that's none of anyone else's business, but it's also so not something that you have to hide about yourself. Well, so when you're in business, and I'm like, I call a spade a spade. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm like, I tend to uh, I'd say be vocal in what uh, what's I believe in. So what's I'll happily talk about the fact that what's I'm um, I'm self care for my wife. My wife has mental health issues. What's I'm we deal with all sorts of different things that come up. But what's I'm that being one thing that the people do have issues with. Another one that we could go with the avenue. What's I'm is like what's I'm being female in tech. What's I'm there's a lot of backlash in regards to that. What's in what's acceptable for a woman to do in tech opposed to what's acceptable for a male to do in tech. What's in, um, I've hit the, both of those scenarios. What's in where it's been, I can't work with you because you're gay or what's in because you're a female in tech, I expect you to do X, Y, and Z. I would say for nothing or what's in, well, that should be acceptable. I'm like, no, I've got a family to work around. This is how I've not been back before. Yeah, that is how it is. You're running yeah. a business. What's in, you get to choose. And the reality is, it doesn't matter what you put out online. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight. It doesn't matter if you're a woman in tech or you're just really successful and making loads of money. You're going to get some stick anyway, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I seem to define that as a successful if you're doing well, what's, and there'll be someone that's got something to say about it. But at the end of the day, it's not about them. You're there for whatever reason you started this. Like, mine was, as I said, I wanted to help more people. Tech shouldn't be something that is an obstacle when it's a means for you to convey your messages, get those things across and make an impact, help more people. I'm like, if we didn't have online, like my primary client base at the moment is uh, what's I mean, Australia, but I have more than half of them, actually probably uh, what's I'm 80% of my actual uh, audience for my academy where I teach uh, the courses for WordPress and things are UK based. Yeah. I'm like, if it wasn't for tech, the internet and all those wonderful things, I wouldn't have half of the things that I have. And we spoke about it beforehand about your OTM and all that kind of thing. I met Lisa through OTM and doing the race to recurring revenue in 2020. 2020 yeah. I'm like, I've doubled my income subsequent of doing that program and actually being able to offer online passive or semi-passive offerings. It's made a difference. So it's going to be able to actually go and be able to do those things. But so like, I know we've gone from like complete spectrum to the end here, but just yeah, being able to actually go through and actually demystify tech be able to do it in a way that actually works for my family and works around the things that I want to actually help people with what's okay. well, I'm basically doing it my way <laughs> yes we need it yes I need to go through and actually I would say make an income and all those kind of things but being able to actually shape it to suit um, my yeah. lifestyle and the things that I want and to why shouldn't we be able to do that and let's talk about demystifying tech because I will admit that when I first came online the thing that stopped me for a while was tech I was a bit yeah. like, I don't understand it. I don't know. And I didn't really want to, if I'm honest. I didn't want to understand it because it seemed so complicated and something that was so out of my comfort zone. You know, I was only just using social media and then it was suddenly like, I have to understand WordPress and funnels and all the rest of it. 
do you think anyone can use tech? 100% I do. I would say so. One of the big things that I talk about at time um, with my online community, um, my WordPress Help Hub, basically it's saying that anyone can go through and learn this. So it's saying I'm like, I aim to go through it and I look at it from the point of view, if I can teach my daughter how to do it, anyone can do it. But all of my audience primarily are non-techie. So they're people that are either opposed to the tech, struggle from tech overwhelm, or have things that they want to do, but they're just not sure how to actually get it done and know that tech's going to make it work. So it's so we're like, okay go from here okay I want to do this okay let's work out what steps that we need to actually take to make that happen and then work out a process for you to actually be able to do that in most cases what some people that are coming in to my audience are what some people who need to build a website what some but they're not sure where to start people that are actually wanting to be able to go through and or they've had a bad experience what's same with a developer or they've been stung in that aspect or they're in a situation where they don't have a lot of funds to start off with what's them and have to go and learn to do it themselves so it's, I started my original uh, with some course that I ran through my academy, my WordPress 101, as a DIY course to teach you how to do those things, do but first. breaking it down into tiny little steps so anyone can pick it up from scratch. The first thing that I teach is what's a CMS. A CMS is a content management system. That's the system that you'll log into to be able to actually go through and make the changes and build your website out. We take it back to the very bare basics. You need that. You need it to be the very beginning because I think people forget, like when you first come online and you're doing all of this stuff and you're trying to grow a business, you don't know what any of this jargon means. You don't understand even what you what you don't know. You yeah, know, well, that's you it. <laughs> all of that kind of side of things. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you need. Yep. I mean, what's even going back to what's same when I first started using WordPress, I started the same place where everyone the one that comes into my audience was. What's so and they were me at some point going, okay, I need to build online. I need to actually go through. I originally started actually custom coding everything, so I learned how to program and actually go through and custom code what's uh, same uh, web pages. I'm like, there has to be an easier way, and my clients are not going to be able to actually do this. Okay, what's the next step? Okay, so WordPress was the next step for me. So going through learning the process myself, I'm like, it's a, <laughs> there's a long, uh, well, there's a gap between where I was to where I am now. But even going back and looking at what things did I need to know when I first started? Okay, one, how do we log in? How do we create pages? What's a blog? Uh, so I'm just looking at things like that that are going to be functional questions. What's something that most people will need to know? And actually breaking it down into really simplified terms. I really want it to be something that I could actually go through and make it down to earth. What's well, saying because I'm like, it's pointless if you're going to have someone talk at you, not in your language <laughs> or yeah. in a way that doesn't make sense. It's not going to make any difference. And I wanted to make a difference. Yeah. So do you think that people like, especially if they're just starting out in business, do you think they can just make their own website? I do. What's well, saying? There are things that you will need to do to actually go through and I guess learn, but it's like anything you learn to drive a car, you're learning to run a business, whatever your expertise is, you had to learn yeah. steps to actually do that. Yeah. So do, you think, a, yeah. do you think they should do the own? Because um, I mean, I've seen quite a lot of new businesses start and they pay five to 10 grand for branding and then they yeah. change everything within a year. They work out actually who their ideal client is and what they actually want to do. And then it's such a waste. Better <laughs> that people could do their own first so that it's not costing them all that money. Well, I do because realistically, you should know what you're getting someone to pay for, at least to the basic knowledge of some of what they're doing. One, so you're not getting, uh, what's in for lack of words, swindled into all sorts. Oh, you need X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, do I? What's in? I'm like, I need this. What's in built? Oh, okay. Yeah. I've had so many clients come to me. It's like, 
if I'd known these steps of how to actually go through and that I needed to go through and build a page and write some content and these type of things, let's say rather than going, oh, I need these, all the Fandango things, you don't need something elaborate to start off with. You need to see if that's going to work first and actually put something in place and then build it up. It's no point going and buying a multitude, uh, let's say $1,000 worth of uh, let's say websites and tech if you're not sure whether you're going to want to use it, like you just said with the branding. It's like 10 grand on branding, which you're probably going to alter and change. I changed three times in the first year. I changed a lot of times because I... <laughs> it's, a, it's a case of going through and working out, one, what I wanted my business to be portrayed as, and then two, reshaping that because I'm like, it doesn't matter um, the stereotypes that I originally came into business with and the things that I thought that I had to do as a business owner changed a lot. I'm like, what's some okay, so we need to have nice, clean, white backgrounds. I'm like, mine are not, mine are dark, mine are what's some various colors, what's some, um, I've got four or five main colors that I use, but what's some they're reflective of me and the things that I like, yeah. opposed to being, oh, I have to be or fit inside a box. What's yeah. some to see? I saw that. and But I think that comes with confidence, realising that. And that comes while you're working. And that's why I think I think spending a lot of money on a website at the beginning is, is not the right thing to do, especially when you can learn the basics yourself. Because at the beginning of your business, you have less money, but more time. And so yeah. you can always use that, I think. And then when things turn around, you'll have less time, but you'll have more <laughs> money. Um, and yeah. so then you can start paying people to do the things that you don't need to do. Um, yeah you won't have to do the tech anymore because it isn't your zone of genius. Like I don't have yeah. to do the tech anymore, but I really agree with you that you should do everything once yourself. Like my first funnel, I did myself because I wanted to see what I would be paying people for. Otherwise I felt like I was paying people blindly, not knowing what I'm actually paying them for. And it took me ages and I never wanted to do it again, but I did it and I knew I could do it. And then I let somebody else do it after that. Um, so I really agree with that. Okay. If I, I, I'm saying, if there are people in this audience that hate the tech, like there are, like, <laughs> like I hate the tech. Um, yeah. How can you help them best if they're just starting out and they're really not sure what even they need when it comes to websites and that kind of thing? Where's the best place to come and talk to you and and to get a bit of handholding? Um, so so uh, at the moment, you're more than welcome to come on over to my WordPress help hub. So you can head over to wordpresshelphub.com or one word, which will um, give you a redirect to my Facebook uh, group. Uh, at same, I've got my WordPress 101 course that I teach and we launched that twice a year, which is a eight week um, beginners course, basically teaching them from the installation process and what they need to actually have a WordPress website all the way through to building and then actually connecting it to the search and looking after it. One of the big things I will throw in there, I know that we're getting closer to an end point, but we're saying WordPress is something that is really beneficial, but it's something you need to maintain. So learning how to do things like doing a backup and actually uh, it's doing your maintenance. So it's doing some updates. It's not difficult to do, but it's something that what's you want to make sure that you're actually doing. So anyone else that's got any uh, WordPress website, do your backup today. Um, <laughs> yeah, <your> backup. <laughs> yeah. But just going through and saying taking care of things, it's like anything. You need to take care of it. It's like your Facebook group or anything like that. You've got to go through and actually look after it, nurture it, that kind of thing. So what's yeah. same recommendation? <laughs> oh, true. Do go along. If you haven't got your website yet, or if you just, you know, you've played around, but you actually need to know how to maintain it, or you just need to know how to do some small things that you don't know how to do, go and head over to Natalie's Facebook group. I'll put the link 
in the show notes as well so that you can go over and do that. Uh, she explains things in a really simple way. And you know what I'm like, I love a step-by-step -step, and that's exactly what Natalie does um, to make it easier for those of us that aren't in tech. But thank you for listening today. Thank you, Natalie, for being here. I will speak to you all again next week. Have a good day, whatever it is that you're doing. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you would like to get your hands on my brand new book that's coming soon, then you can pre-order now and get lots of juicy bonuses. All you need to do is go to makemoneyonlinebook.co.